Hey everyone, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. Hi, I'm Wendy. And today we're discussing a little daytime drama from Hallmark's Summer Nights series. We have two more movies, I believe, after this one before this series uh-huh. concludes. We were really looking forward to this one, and I've got some thoughts, but first, Wendy, do you have a synopsis for us? I absolutely do. A little daytime drama. In order to save her daytime soap drama from cancellation, head writer Maggie must convince Darren, fan-favorite actor, and her real-life ex-boyfriend to return to the show. Stars Jen Lilly, Ryan Pavey, and Linda Dano. What was your first impression of this movie? Mm-hmm. I didn't love it as much as I hoped I would. Mm-hmm. I had real high expectations for it, mm-hmm. and those expectations got me again. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little slow. Mm-hmm. It lacked tension. Mm-hmm. And overall, I thought it was kind of a weak story. Mm-hmm. I agree what with about all you? of that. Yeah. Oh, I good. wrote, this movie was fine, but boring. There's nothing blatantly bad about it. The story holds right. up. I liked the actors, and yet I still didn't really care about it. Same, same, same. Before we talk specifics of our likes and dislikes, let's go to news and notes. Okay. As always, this movie was filmed in Canada, specifically Vancouver, and the movie studio they use are the Bridge Studios in Burnaby, British Columbia. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So those are actual real, that's an actual real, like, uh, set. That is my studio. understanding, yes. Ah, cool. Yeah, I was wondering, I was like, did they film this in Los Angeles and they just, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they didn't. Now, obviously, now we know they didn't. Correct. All right, what else you got? <laughs> Director Heather Hawthorne Doyle shared that a week prior to finishing this movie, she was still editing it. So we have talked about the tight turnaround of these movies, and she shared on Uh Instagram, like, the week before, I'm still finishing it, but it's going to be great. So a week ago, 10 days ago, she was still editing this movie. Correct. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's nuts. That's absolutely nuts. I have some news and notes, too. Did you know that Jen Lilly and Ryan Pavey both worked in daytime television? Well, I have that Jen Lilly was on Days of Our Lives, but I didn't know about Ryan Pavey. Yeah, I can't remember what show he worked on. Sorry, guys. But don't you have some inside track on Days? I do. A very good college friend of mine has worked on Days of Our Lives since we were in college, since he was an intern in college, has now won several Emmys as a Days of Our Lives assistant producer, associate producer. It's an AP. <laughs> he has several Emmys from his role on the Days of Our Lives team. Now, is Days still on? Because don't <gasps> they like... Yes. What? Well, I know, but I thought, like, I remember, like, early pandemic, like, they put them on pause or there was talk of cancellation or... So contracts not being renewed or something like that. Days of Our Lives films so far ahead. This is my insider info that even like in March and April, they were filmed through October. So they just needed to do editing, which for the most part could be done remotely. And then they 
opened up. I think summertime last year was when shows were allowed to start filming again with pandemic restrictions, but they never took time off. They were farther ahead and they always film ahead and they have, they'll take like a one week, a two week, a three week hiatus and they'll get like way ahead and they'll take a big break and then they'll get way ahead. So they're not filming, you know, a week of week or two prior the way sometimes sitcoms are. So I don't know how the, and like, I was going to say, and like we saw in this movie. (laughs) Right. And I don't know how the other soap operas fared. Yeah, but I know Days was fine. They did not um, miss a beat. I haven't watched soaps in a really long time. I was on my children watcher for some time Uh years and years ago, but that's now long gone, I think. I know it's not on the air anymore, but I thought like it might have been the computer, (laughs) you know, all It might have been online somewhere, but honestly, I don't think it exists anymore. Days was my soap, and Days is my husband's soap. He's watched since high school and still watches. I do not, but he does. That just blows my mind. That's so funny. That is so, so funny. All right. Linda Dano, who played Alice in this movie, is a big-time former soap star Mm -hmm. this movie was her debut on the hallmark channel however she did previously appear in a hallmark movies and mystery movie okay which is like i know that's like a sister channel but like isn't it still hallmark right Uh, yes i think so i know i just don't know like why the note was so significant when i read it they're like this is her debut but actually Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) I have a news and note that you may not have caught. Okay. This movie also featured Cameron Bancroft. Do you know who that is? No. Okay. So he was the, I don't know if he was like the executive with the channel or the soap or the whatever. He was the gray haired man who right. was kind of the boss. Cameron, I didn't, okay. I didn't realize it was Cameron Bancroft until about halfway through the movie. And 90210 fans know him as Joe Bradley, CSU quarterback with the heart condition that saved Donna from Ray on Halloween night. Whoa. I'm I'm looking at his photo and I, watching this movie, I thought, huh, his face seems familiar. But we've seen so many Hallmark movies. I think my brain just thought he's just been in another. But now that I'm looking at his face, I can totally see. It's Joe Bradley. The guy who passed out when he got off the airplane. Look at that. Way to go, Joe. Welcome back, Cameron. I was shocked. So, like, I looked him up last night because I was like, wow, he's full out gray. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. he's only 51 years old. And I'm like, he he looks so much older than that. Like, to me, I'm like, really? He should get rid of that gray and he could play younger roles. Don't you think so? Yes, but yes, you think he could totally (laughs) play younger roles. Is that a super problematic statement? (laughs) No, I think the gray places him in a specific role, right? You're going to get the older dude role. And I think if you had dyed your hair brown, but look, go with it. Maybe he likes to play the older dude role. Yeah, maybe. But because we certainly know that we've got 50 year old leading men on the Hallmark Channel. For sure. I get it. I get it. It just, it blew my mind. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe that it was him. Yeah, that's a great note. I'm glad you said that because I definitely had a moment of recognition, but never in a million years would have placed him. 
Yeah. Yeah. All also, right, I watched this when I was song? very tired, so I did not do the research to figure out who he was. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else? That's it. All right. What did you like about this movie? It's Ryan Pavey for me. Yeah. Like, he's so easy to look at. Yeah. And I'm going to say it here first, guys, and don't at me, but I think he's more handsome than Tyler Hines. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. It's those blue eyes. Yeah. Oof. Did you notice in his Oof. headshot that they have hanging on yeah. the set? I was like, I wonder if that's uh-huh. his actual headshot, because that really works for me. I could see how like. that would work for him. <laughs> those, like, blue eyes looking right at you. I was like, is Seriously. that his real headshot? Because I, bl- I would believe it if it were. He's gorgeous. And I hated him in A Timeless Christmas, which was one of the movies, early movies we, we right. reviewed late last year. I hate, I didn't hate him. I just hated the movie. Right. But because he plays such a dummy in that movie because he like woke up from like the past or some crap like that. But it was this, this movie. And he was also in that. It wasn't called Breakup Boot Camp. I think it was called Breakup Boot Camp at one time. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Remember, it was Miranda. And mm-hmm. he, yeah, I really liked him in that movie too. So he's doing it for me. I enjoy him, I would say, almost as much as Tyler Hines. Almost. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I loved is how this show took total digs at like some soap opera tropes and like in a, in a joking way, but. When he comes back and he's talking to one of the actors and he's like, you were like three years old when I left. And she's like, that's what happens on soaps. Do you know what the term is when they age a soap opera character? No. There's a term and it is, the abbreviation is SORUS, which stands for Soap Opera Rapid Aging Syndrome. When they (laughs) zap a character forward in time because all of a sudden they need them not to be three years old, but they need them to be 16 years old. Yes. So she was sorus But... I also liked how they talked about, like, you know, we, Jen Lilly's character, Maggie, really wanted it to be more realistic. She didn't want to be bringing back these characters with amnesia from the dead. And she didn't really want all of these, like, dramatic, you know, if you've watched a soap opera, like, Days of Our Lives, I still vividly remember when Marlena was possessed by the devil and the town of Salem (laughs) was hot for weeks and weeks and weeks on end because of the presence of the devil in their town. I mean, that's, like, very mild compared to some of the other things that they've done. So I like kind of the dig at the unrealistic storylines we get on soaps. I think that's what people want in their soaps. But I read... A review that wondered if there was perhaps a parallel between, like, pushing back on the what people want from their soap operas and what the network thinks is best. As, you know, Hallmark is undergoing a big change. Their executives have had a lot of turnover. They're working hard. They're working to (laughs) address some of the diversity issues in their movies. And there is a vocal group who doesn't want that to happen. So this particular reviewer wondered if there was a parallel there. Oh, that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Really interesting. Mm -hmm. I was wondering, too, there was a, a comment at one throughout the movie where, like, the Cameron Bancroft guy... I don't I don't even know what the boss guy. Mm-hmm. He kept forgetting Maggie's name. She's like been a head writer for four years yeah. on the show and yeah. he doesn't know who 
her name. And I thought, like, I wonder if that's, like, some sort of weird backhanded storyline because maybe it's a male-dominated, like, community. What's the word I'm looking for here? Male-dominated business. Sure. And these women are trying to, like, writers are trying to come up and, like, these men are being jerks. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I could definitely be reading into it, but I thought it was an interesting note. Yeah, I like it. The movie. I like it. I love Linda Dano. I don't have anything else to say about her other than I loved her. I found her presence on screen to be very kind of calming and enjoyable. And I just I was like, oh, I would like to spend time with you. I think you make. Well, I, she made the movie for me. I also thought she was like chic AF too. Uh-huh. Like I just love uh-huh. that pop collar, like in several scenes and like the jewelry. And yeah, I just liked her a lot. Yeah. Liked more Linda Dano, please make her yeah. make her a sidekick more often. I agree. So another thing I liked is that Darren and Maggie rekindled a friendship before they rekindled their romance. And I liked that they were in each other's corners. There is a you know, he wants her to share her ideas with the executives. And she makes a comment at one point where she says, you know, he could leave to go do another play, which is certainly his right. And she's not saying, you know, he can't ever leave us. We can't survive without him. You know, she wants what's best for him in his career. And Mm -hmm. I liked that, even though, you know, they have their little misunderstanding and like their friendship. Right. So I thought they had, nice flirting but mm-hmm. i also saw her as a like a little annoying sister and not like an ex-lover oh interesting. because did they did they say that they had been together for like three years yes. or something like that and then he broke up with her right i don't know there's just a lot of history in three years a lot of things happen in three years like i didn't get like that sort of like i don't know i thought i thought actually thought the two of them lacked chemistry like yeah, I thought they had it. better friendship chemistry than romantic yeah, chemistry. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. I thought they had a good rapport. Um, they seemed comfortable with each other. Right. I I agree with that too, but like if they didn't get together at the end of this movie, it would have been fine with me. <laughs> right. You know? I was like, okay, whatever. I think Janelle is super adorable. Me too. I think she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. She's got like the prettiest eyes and her makeup looked so pretty in this movie. Yes. Um I just wish she would get better scripts. The last movie I saw her in was Snowkissed, and that was freaking awful. Mm-hmm. So, like, and this movie didn't have, like, a ton of substance either. So, like, I just wish, like, either she'd be offered better stuff or, like, she chose better stuff. Something that had, like, I'm trying to think, like, can you recall any movie this year that was really good that had, like, a strong female lead that she would have been good into? Honestly, these movies fly out of my brain the second I'm done talking about them. <laughs> so I have to actually look back at the movies that we've talked about to re- refresh my memory. But All right, she, fair enough. I think she could hold her own on a movie that had a little humor, that was a little faster paced. She uh-huh. said in an Instagram post that this was her favorite movie she's ever done for Hallmark. What? So maybe she just, like you said, hasn't been given the greatest scripts and she just keeps... She just wants to be a team player and keeps on trucking, but maybe she'll get something for Christmas that is a little better. Maybe. Also, she has some really pretty outfits. Yes. Really um, cute. There's this one. She was like in a strapless black 
I think it was a pantsuit and it had pockets. It was at the convention party. It was just so pretty. I know you were tired when you're watching this, so you probably didn't see it, but she, it was so pretty. Well, I loved yeah. the pantsuit or the jumpsuit she wore in the beginning that tied in the back. The purple one. So yeah. cute. And then uh-huh. when she was at the anniversary party and she was wearing that black dress, her eye makeup looked amazing. She had a I real know. smoky eye that was real pretty. I loved it. I know. She's so pretty. Mm. So, so pretty. So pretty. Do you have anything else you liked? That's about it. All right. What did you wish for? This might have just been me. Like, I like to watch things with subtitles. And I watched this the night that it was on. And I can't put subtitles on my DirecTV. Anyway, I had a really hard time understanding Maggie's lines. Oh. At one point, I thought like she was keeping her teeth clenched and just moving her lips. Oh. <laughs> but, but that wasn't it. I don't know what it, I don't know if she talks too fast or what it is, but like I'm so focused like on reading her lips because I cannot figure out what she's saying half the time. Oh, no. I don't know. You didn't notice that? I didn't. Yeah. It might just be me because I can't hear anything. So. I usually have to watch with subtitles as well. This one I did not. So I wished for two things. The first was Ryan Pavey's character, Darren, has a little bit of a secret that we don't know about. And he Uh has some, he's getting over kind of the, what's the word I'm looking for? He had a failed run on Broadway. And that has kind of damaged his confidence. So we see he wears this rubber band that he kind of snaps to kind of bring him back into the moment. And we know he has some sort of secret thing happening that Maggie thinks is a girlfriend. But of course, we know is not that, but we don't know what it is. And I thought that it was he was going to therapy. I thought that the person he's talking to was his therapist. I thought they were going to say, like, you know, he needed to a little therapy to get through this rejection, to get through this loss of confidence, to, you know, get back to who he was. And when we found out it was an improv class, I was like, oh, really? I know. The therapy angle would have been better. It would have, like, show, you know, highlighted that mental health is important and it's okay to go to therapy and talk to somebody about whatever. And so, it doesn't yeah. always need to be a major crisis situation, right? Like this was a crisis right. of confidence and he needed a little help to get back to himself. I really thought that was the direction that they were going and I was disappointed that it was improv. Hire us, help our cool right? right to a movie. <laughs> yeah. I I wish for it. Let me just one more thing Please. that I would like to add. I wished that, and this is just one of those Hallmark tropes, is that like the ex is coming back into town and she's worried and like they let it kind of go as the movie went on. But like, you know, when they like were pitching that Darren should come back to the show and she got all like, I don't. You know, I just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Why can't we just be adults? Mm-hmm. You know? Although if you did date for three years, do you really want to work together? I under. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe because he dumped her. So she might feel uncomfortable. Whatever. I don't. I'm just tired of it. <laughs> right. All. Right. She rallied quickly. But yes, I hear that. And the last thing I wished for, I just wrote jokes. Something to move the pace a little faster. A funny yeah. montage. Just, I needed a little more snappiness to this movie, and I didn't get it. It needed some oomph. Like, something. Yes. Like, I needed to be more invested mm-hmm. in Darren staying on the show, or the show being canceled, or 
something. It was just... It was almost there for me. It was almost there. It had so many pieces of the puzzle. I just needed... I needed them to have more of like a funny banter as opposed to like, oh, we're good friends and I'm going to support everything you do. Even though I liked that, I kind of would have enjoyed a little more back and forth. If you're with somebody for three years, you got inside jokes. Right? That they could like... Yeah. Illustrate. Yeah, totally. Agree. (laughs) How about did you see that? All right. I have a few. There was a lot of purple in this movie. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, go ahead. In one scene, Darren and his agent are having lunch, and they both are wearing purple shirts, mm-hmm. which is was bizarre to me. And then a dude in the background also wearing a purple shirt. Mm-hmm. And then it happened again later where Maggie's wearing that purple jumpsuit, right? Mm-hmm. And then her and Darren are both wearing, like, purple in one shot. But then in the next shot, his, his shirt looks more gray. But... It still was like when they were together, it looked like they were wearing purple. So I was like, what is the significance of purple in this movie, if any? Well, that's funny that you say that because it wasn't the purple that stood out to me, but it was the color coordination because there's that scene that you talked about with Darren and his agent, then later Darren and Maggie. And then there's a later scene where Darren and his agent are on the phone and they're both wearing tan shirts. Darren has a tan shirt and his agent has a tan blazer on. They're not in the same place, but they're flipping back and forth from their scenes. So there was this color coordination between two characters in a scene that happened. And I just noticed it and thought it was interesting that they would make them match like that. Yeah, I know. I wonder if there was, I mean, I'm sure that's somebody's job, but, Mm. or was it a mistake? Cause do you want your two characters wearing the same color? I don't know. Well, I, it could have been accidental because I will often accidentally match my daughter and I, like I'll put on my (laughs) outfit and then if she needs help picking something out and it's truly accidental, there's nothing I'm doing like, oh, I'm wearing stripes. She's going to wear stripes and we leave the house and I look and we're like both wearing a purple shirt or both wearing blue and white stripes. It's not intentional. And so maybe your, their brain is, you know, pulling these outfits and they happen to pull. (laughs) I don't know, but it was noticeable. Yeah. All right. Do you have any? I have a couple more, but I'm going to let you go. Well, I thought it was odd that she just shows up at his house to talk to him in the first scene. Like, she doesn't even call him. She's like, I'm just going to walk into your backyard and ask you to come be on the show. And, of course, Mm -hmm. they used to be in a relationship. But I thought for someone who was so nervous about him returning. Right. Would you not have started with a phone call? A text? Yeah. A text? (laughs) Because that's where I would have started. I, yeah, a text would have been better. And I like those movies that show, like, the text yeah. on the screen. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do that. Again, Hallmark, call us. We have ideas. There was one scene where he's talking to his agent about his crops. And he's talking about how he has grown Chardonnay grapes. And then he says, quote, Chardonnay grapes, which, by the way, are fruit. Because what else would they be? At the beginning the, of that conversation, his agent is like, something, something, your vegetables. Okay. And then in the next scene, it's the same. They have like the tomato, vegetable, fruit joke between Maggie and him. So it's like, but okay, now that makes sense because it was fully out of context for me. I was like, of course, grapes are fruit. However, I did do some Googling about it. And some people categorize grapes as berries. But but I was like, aren't berries fruit? 
Yes, they are. But I was like, yeah, this is a real reach if we're getting down into like the minutia of like, you know what I mean? Whatever. Anyway, I, I don't you. care. I hear you. <laughs> I just was like over the stupid like, is it a fruit or a vegetable joke? Yes, I agree. They took it too far. His crops yeah. were a boring plot point. Like that, that's yeah. a one line. It does not need to be a callback multiple times in the movie. Agree. And plus, Ryan Pavey in real life, like, makes jewelry, I think. So, like, why didn't they have him doing that? Right. And he even had a jewelry making setup in quarantine. Did you see the photo of that? Yes, I did. (laughs) So, yes, that's a much better idea. But yeah, apparently they found that charming. Oh, look, this single dude. By the way, can you even grow grapes in L.A.? I don't know. Although... A, maybe in Malibu, if he was supposed to be living, like, by the ocean, like, the humidity or, or the salt yeah. in the air. Or My so neighbor like, has a grapevine, so I don't know what I'm talking about. So, oh, okay. maybe you can. Are they Chardonnay grapes? <laughs> I have no idea. That's a fruit. Um, all I know is they attract those big, giant beetles that I can't stand. It's your hair that attracts those, not those grapes. Well, <laughs> they come over. They come for the grapes and they stay for the hair. All right. Do you have anything else for Did You See That? <laughs> no, but I do have a question. Please. Is it normal for a head writer to transition to producer? I don't know. Hey, should I ask my friend? Yeah, ask your friend. I'm curious. Is oh, she... I have one more. One last One last. Did You See That? Mm-hmm. Darren had a welcome back cake. And it literally looked like somebody printed out Welcome Back Darren on a piece of paper and slapped it on top of a Costco cake. Totally. It was not like one of those edible printable things. It looked like (laughs) computer paper. It was awful. Awful. The cakes in these movies need some help. Speaking of which, I follow a woman on TikTok who is a prop person. And she Uh like hashtags like Hallmark movie. And she's making like props for you can tell I like Christmas movies right now. And it's very interesting. She's like, this food is fake, but we throw in some real food because otherwise people would be able to tell if we didn't have like a combination of real food and fake food. Okay. By the way, I said to my friend, is it normal for a writer to also be a producer on a soap asking for Hallmark movie continuity? And his first response is three crying laughing emojis. And now I'm ah! dot, dot, dots of... <laughs> Would you? This is a real time text. Yes, so your days in. of your life. Days of your life. Right, Coming in hot. <laughs> I do have one more. It's about that rubber band trick that he was doing. I mean, if they had been boyfriend girlfriend for a long period of time, don't you think she'd know this trick of his? But I think it he... was recent. It was after his failed. Okay, fine. That he could have picked up from a therapist, right? Right. Right. And it's funny that they did that in this movie because I just was reading a book where one of the characters did that. They had had some trauma and they did that to distract themselves, like to. Oh, maybe the writer of this movie read that book, too. Perhaps. It says, not impossible, not very common either, though. At one point, Tom Langan was both head writer and co-executive producer of Days of Our Lives. All right. So. But not common, though. Okay. Oh, we have to rate this movie? My gosh. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. All right. This I'm ready. Is... I give this 2.75 stars. Oh, I was going to give it two and a half. So. Oh. Well, I really struggled because I was like, those other movies I gave in the three, and I like those movies, previous Summer Nights movies. Uh-huh. And it was below a three, definitely for Agree. me. Yeah. yeah. Next week is a sweet 
Pecan Summer. Yeah, not looking forward to this one. No, guys. interesting. I like that it has a full non-white family. Like, it's, I think we're maybe going to get more of the family story than the love story. I'm hoping. I like that, yeah. Which hope. I like kind of about their pecan business farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like that. I'm not super into like the actual, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't drawn into the love story, but I'm like, tell me about the family. Tell me about your pecan situation. <laughs> There are two movies left, guys. So we're coming in hot. Then it's Please. fall. Then it's Christmas. Wait, 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 wait. Please tell me we're going to get a, a little break, a one-week or two-week break I after think... summer nights before fall. Hmm. I hope. I'm so sorry to tell you. Ah, oh, shit. The fall harvest programming will run from Saturday, September 11th through Saturday, October 16th. Okay. And the very first movie, you are correct, maybe I did tell you this, does feature Tyler Hines. Whoop, whoop! My number two favorite guy on Hallmark. <laughs> so You must have had some inside scoop weeks and weeks ago. somewhere. Something. I, you must be reading that Hallmark gossip rags or something, Megan. So we go straight from Summer Nights into Fall Harvest, and my guess is we go straight from Fall Harvest into... Yeah. Uh, What's Christmas called? Countdown to Christmas. Oh, my gosh. I'm a convert. (laughs) I know all the details, guys. I know them all. I know all the actors. I know all the players. I know the writers. What did we do to you? So to wrap it up, we've got a couple more Summer Nights movies coming. You can always catch us on Tuesdays for our regularly scheduled main podcast episode we talked meal planning this week it was a good conversation give it a listen if you're new to us we would love a rating or a review from you they really help people find us particularly in the apple podcast app which is teeming with podcasts and we'd love for new people to find our podcast so you can find the link to leave a review in our show notes and you can always find our full episode show notes at meganandwendy.com slash podcast until next week everybody Have a great week. Goodbye. Bye-bye-bye.